is the future. This is not the past. The new XFL will kick off in 2020. If you smell what the XFL is cooking. It's still football, but it's professional football reimagined. This is our moment, our story to tell. This is history begun. This is the XFL! Welcome, football fans. This is the week of July 29th, 2018. This is the road to 2020, and this is the XFL Show. I'm Alan. I'm Jake. And this week we are diving into the mailbag, spotlighting a legend, and Starter is back on the field. This is episode 26, Branding the XFL. Hey, Jake, did you ever own a Starter jacket? I did own a Starter jacket, actually. Really? What kind? I don't know. I think it was dark blue. Not nothing, you know, not team specific. Just oh, kind of just more a generic, generic, just yeah. a generic starter. I, I think I had some. That's I think cool. I had some some winter jackets too. They're high Maybe. quality. They're they're and they're well respected. Now, if you don't know what a starter jacket is, you either didn't grow up in the '90s, or uh, you have no no fashion sense. No, it's okay. They haven't really been around. I don't know the last time I saw a starter jacket. People will wear them. As a throwback, it's kind of like if you see a guy wearing a members-only jacket nowadays, Jake, right? Yeah, the, yeah, the one I had was kind of satiny looking, too, you know, with cuffs around the arms. <laughs> no, no zipper. I think there were just big buttons for it, too, which, it, you know, buttons are just the worst for jackets. Well, why the hell are we talking about a, a brand that made great jackets on a football show? Well, that's because a football league partnered up with the Starter brand. That's right. Starter is now the official apparel of the AAF, Jake. The Alliance of American Football has a partnership with G3 Apparel, which owns Starter and also Tommy Hilfiger, guest Calvin Klein. And with that, Starter will be supplying jerseys and all apparel for the AAF when the league starts next year. Yeah, I mean, the league, they're jumping out ahead of this now. You know, of course, the NFL, they have Nike locked up right now. They've they've gone back and forth uh, between between all the big guys, but they've settled on Nike for now. And the AAF is going with Starter. Maybe not a very sexy brand, but, you know, apparently the, the deal was right and they got somebody in place. Yeah, and I like it I, I because, you know, it's different and – that's what it's all about is bringing bringing stuff that from the 80s and 90s back, right? That's that's the trend we live in and th- this is a genius move I think. I I definitely am going to get me an Orlando Alliance starter jacket. You know who's definitely going to be wearing one on the sideline is Steve Spurrier. The old ball <laughs> coach you, loves him a starter jacket. Do you think the AAF can make starter cool again? Yes. Yeah, or or I think we're talking the other way around. This is why it's so important to brand your league. Starter is going to make the AAF cool, Jake. That's what I think is going to happen. Uh, I, I don't know about that. We're going to have to see. And I, I think you're leading us to the position right now of what about the XFL? Who are they going to gobble up? Or, or is somebody going to gobble them up? That is true. 
Charlie Ebersol from the AAF said, we're proud to bring Starter, an iconic brand with over 35 years of rich sports heritage, back to the football field. A pioneer in the space, they were one of the first brands to be on the field and a must-have item for diehard sports fans across the country. Starter has long been associated with your favorite sports teams. Whether through their classic starter jacket or throwback uniforms, we look forward to taking our first snap with the instant rec. Instantly recognizable starter logo emblazoned on our jerseys as well as on our sidelines. With that said by the AAF co-founder and CEO, Jake, what brand will be emblazoned on XFL jerseys? What brand does the XFL need to be affiliated with? You got a lot out there, a lot of choices, a lot of people to pitch. Who do you see affiliating themselves with the XFL? Well, I'll just say this. First of all, I don't think they need to necessarily uh, be in cahoots with one of the bigger brands out there. I, I don't think that's a do or die situation. But let's talk what are, about what are the bigger brands? What are the bigger? Oh, yeah, what is that just, let's talk about the obvious ones. You know, Nike, they're, they're not going to do that deal um, because, like I said, the NFL has them. So the, the big brands, I would say, are Reebok. Adidas and Puma. Now I know Reebok and Puma. They had NFL jerseys. Did Adidas ever have an NFL jersey? I believe so. Really? Gonna, I, yeah. I, I can't I'm remember. Fire for this sure. up in the Google machine uh, real quick, Jake, because I'm pretty sure Adidas was with the NFL before. Because Adidas, they they just got the contract, you know, for NHL this past season. I don't know how many years they have that. Yes. Twenty in 2014. It looks like. Adidas was on the field as part of a deal with the NFL. And it looks like, I don't know if it was the exact, you know, jersey or what, but cleats, here you go. He had cleats glove. The NFL divvied up different, you know, parts of articles of clothing among brands. Um, And I remember it used to be some teams would be different as well. But now it's basically league-wide Nike with the new deal. But, yeah, Adidas was in within the NFL. So I'd say they're definitely part of the big brands. So they are part of the big, big brands. Maybe a brand, you know, under the radar but still recognizable. When I brought this up before we actually went live on air uh, today is the Russell Athletic Brands. You know, maybe not as sexy <laughs> as, as an Adidas or or a Puma, or even a starter, but they're definitely out there. Yeah, but it, Russell is compared. Does it, does it really matter, though? I'm down for, for you know, a Russell hat, maybe a Russell t-shirt, but the quality. J- J- Jake, it's all about the the quality of the it's XFL. the quality of the play. And I don't it's know if the there's the quality of the, of the brand. Not necessarily the quality of the stitching. That, or that's that's clearance rack stuff right there, Jake. You, and you know they say you look good, you play good. I don't know about Russell Athletic as the, as the league brand. That's no. almost like knockoff starter, if you ask me. Well, what about this one? You know, this is, again, this is a Vince McMahon joint, uh, although it's Alpha Entertainment owned. What about Tap Out? World Wrestling Entertainment, they launched tap, tap Out, what, maybe two years ago? They, you know, they're trying to get into that, you know. I mean, to me, it always looked like a poor man's Under Armour. Is that what you thought about it? The way, whenever they did their brand change, because Tap Out used to be kind of in your face, bro, this is Tap Out, MMA. 
But now it's kind of trying to be an um, Under Armour type of deal, very slick designs, everything's compression, right? I don't think tap out's the way to go. Once again, people are instantly going to be turned off by either that brand or the fact that that brand is a part of the WWE now. And you're trying to keep arm's distance, at least, from the I, WWE. I don't I, like I the think idea. You, you may be overestimating how many people know that Tap Out is a brand. There, I mean, do you think, are, if, you, if you ask 10 people on the street, you know, do you know the Tap Out brand? How many, how many of them do you think are going to say yes? I, I'd say the maximum amount would be three. So it's okay, not so, very recognizable. Yeah, but, but it, it's going to get on, you clothing. It's gonna get you. It's gonna get you stuff to wear. That's for sure. And actually, good quality. I like Tap Out, but I think there is a, a stigma attached to that brand, the same that there is with the with the WWE for certain football fans. Well, well, who who do you got? Who do you think could you know be on the jerseys of these XFL teams? I'm gonna say I'm not gonna completely negate Russell Athletic because they make a damn fine helmet, or they, they used to, uh, at least for little league football. Uh, but what what about Fila, Jake? That 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 would be your second tier, right below Nike, Reebok, Adidas, Mage, probably right below Puma or Puma. If you can get Puma, Puma's back in the game, man. Puma, I think, is is the ideal brand right here. But I'd say Fila. If you really, if you've got a if Puma tells you no, you go feel it. That's my that's my jam right there. I, I had a great pair of Fila shoes, probably around eighth or ninth grade. Just you know, fantastic quality. Those things lasted years. So what, so what you're talking but, like the year two thousand or the year uh, 1999, uh, 98 Then uh, yeah, so, so, something like that. Now the Stackhouses. Uh, that's what I wore. The Jerry Stackhouse Fila's. They were maybe I'm just ignorant. But is Fila still alive and kicking? Uh, I haven't seen I, anybody wearing any Fila apparel for a good while. Uh, I think you can I'm going to do the research along with I, you. I think you could still get Fila. Yeah, their their website's still up, and you could still get some Fila's at uh at Foot Locker, I believe. I think Fila's around. You know, I I just don't think they're getting the love they once did. But I'll go on their website. They've got some very fashionable uh, t- tennis looks. Uh, you gotta love the red, white, and blue. That's the same color as the the league. Jake, feel is. is where it's at. It's very, it's very, it's an international type brand. I would say though, it's more, it's red, white, and blue, but it feels kind of almost foreign, at least nowadays. Is that is that a good thing for the popular XFL? in Europe? Uh, I think it is. Really, the damn goal is to get anybody to make you clothes, but and jerseys and and helmets and gloves, but. You want to have a, that good association because that is a question. Why is it important to brand the league and affiliate itself with a brand, Jake? I think you do that, people will have take you seriously. If you if the if the XFL goes out there and they're associated with Hugo Boss, people are going to half-ass take them seriously. Like, why is that? What Hugo Boss? What the hell is it? Is it the first person that said they'd make them anything? But if the XFL gets a respected athletic provide wear provider like Under Armour or Fila or 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 damn it Puma I think then people are going to take you seriously at least when it comes to maybe buying some jerseys and merch from you well I think that's the first time that we threw in Under Armour as a possibility do you think they're too big for the XFL right now do you think they no would they want to associate themselves with this league that failed yes 
Yeah, they, they will. I think Under Armour would be a strong candidate. I would bet on. Feel they've lost. Uh, they've lost their presence in the NFL. There are only a select few colleges that go with Under Armour, and you know that that brand's being threatened. It's an innovator, but then, like you said, there are cheaper brands like Tap Out out there. You got Starter on the comeback. Under Armour would be wise to get involved with the XFL if it can't get back onto an NFL field. So. I think though Puma would be the the most ideal, the coolest. Puma would have the the biggest pop, I think, when it comes to possibilities. Because I mean, we're obviously there's no chance in hell, right? Nike, Reebok, or Adidas. Are I, part I don't of the think so. And at least for me, I think Puma would be a bigger get than Starter. I, I look at Puma as a more legitimate or a more high profile company, I guess. For sure, yeah. So internationally, at least Starter is a uh, is niche. But man, I'm really I I am legit. I'm not a, a shoe junkie, or I don't buy jer- you know a lot of jerseys and apparel. But I am a fan of the starter brand. I really dig it. I love that. That was that. Out of all the announcements the AAF's made so far, I might say that's my favorite. <laughs> that's probably it's the best one. That, I love it. I love I love that they're going with starters starter simply because we get to see Steve Spurrier wearing starter jackets in the frigid February. Of uh, Orlando, Florida. Do you hope they're just pullovers? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully they got those zippers, those golf jackets. Uh, really good news there for the Alliance of American Football. I don't know. I don't know when an apparel announcement comes for the XFL. That's down the road. But the the XFL did announce because on July 25th that marked uh, six months since the announcement that it was returning, and they and they tweeted out they're in their next stage, their next phase. Of resurrecting the league, Jake. What do you think that'll entail here in the next stage? Stage two. Stage two. You know, the, what the is second, stage two? The second chapter is being written right now. I think it has to be team colors and logos. I think that's what it's going to be. You think they would do that before team cities? Oh, I, I'm sorry. I we're I thought we were still talking uh, AAF. Oh no 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 the XFL six oh, months well, ago Jake announced they're returning it feels it feels longer than that doesn't it well, six months I think but, it does but yeah if you're talking what the XFL has to do now I think you've got to name even a city you know just just, just lock down one make it a gimme that's fine give us something yeah I think stage two is going to include some some sort of major announcement like that maybe it will be apparel maybe it will be distribution I think my money would be on how these games will be broadcast, but we, uh, of course, have to wait, see, and suggest. The XFL asked a bunch of great questions this week on Twitter and Facebook, and we asked you guys and girls out there on our Twitter and our Facebook at XFL Show uh, to toss something into the mailbag. You always do, but specifically for this week, we want to take the best three questions and kind of hash them out here and answer them for you so you did and we went into our mailbag here jake and you and i whenever it's just you and us you and i on the show we love the mailbag gimmick so let's get into it man at xfl show on twitter we got this question from teddy in york pa and teddy asks us after nfl the nfl will cut 1200 players in september they will look for teams and they will go to the aaf or canada or NFL practice squads. Do you honestly think there are enough players to go around to make a high-quality league in the XFL, Jake? It's the quality of the play. 
I mean, if you're looking for the highest quality around all leagues throughout the year, then the answer would be no. But even if you get similar quality in a league, it's going to elevate the play. And what I'm saying is, you know, if everybody's at medium caliber, they're, you know, they're playing against other medium skilled players. So I think it's going to look better on TV. Yeah, well, 1,200 players, if all of them went to the Alliance of American Football, I would be very worried. But there, those 1,200 players, also you've got to consider players who might choose one of the American secondary leagues over the CFL. This will hurt the CFL, I think. I think there are enough because I'm telling you, I watch the CFL, and I feel like I say it every damn week, Jake, but I'll continue. The quality up there. Pretty good, eh? I like it. There are good players up in the CFL that probably could play in the NFL right now or at least make a practice squad. So that's a good number. The math is, works out. Ten teams in a league. I think there could be the quality of play there, Teddy. And also, if the AAF doesn't make it to 2020, the XFL is looking even better. I think the AAF, though, will because I think the AAF is going to have a good game. They've got the, the coaches. They've got the infrastructure. They've got the plan. The XFL has none of that right now. It has just the brand. But I think also the quality of the play might be subjective, honestly. You know, with the way these games are, the the rules are handled, Jake, the games will be faster, so that'll help. But also, you and I are going to know way more players on the field in both leagues simply because we live in 2018 and we follow college football, even high school football nationally, way closer as football fans than we did 18 years ago. Yeah, and see, I do not watch the CFL like you do, but, you know, would it be fair to say that the CFL is shaking in their boots within the next two years? Because, you know, there's not – currently there's not many places to go if you don't make, you know, if you don't make an NFL team. And, of course, the CFL is definitely an option. Maybe the best, maybe not the best for them. But now you got two other groups showing up that are also, you know, vying for the talent. So should the CFL be worried? Uh, Yeah, is that mailbag question from Jake in Pennsylvania? (laughs) No, Uh, I like it. No, it's a great question. Maybe it is. Absolutely. No, absolutely. Because think about it. Stars in in the CFL, uh, Jeremiah Masoli, Johnny Manziel, uh, guys you really followed and were high profile in college. Uh, you've got you've got the the MVP of the league, Mike Riley. I think that guy's a CFL lifer. You wouldn't have to worry about someone like that. But youngsters, these young quarterbacks, all going up to the CFL, and you've yeah, those guys much rather I assume stay in the United States, work in their home country. So. The CFL has plans in place where only a certain amount of quote-unquote international players are allowed to go up there and play. You have to have Canadian-born and bred players on your roster. But, yeah, they should be worried because, of course, a lot of the great players in the CFL are American, and you would think those Americans would want to play football in America, Jake. Yeah, but really, what could the CFL do? You know, Could they replace a Tim Hortons with a Dunkin' Donuts? Instead, could they try to make it, you know, a little more homey? I don't know about that, homey. Man, someone wants to play in America. They're going to play in America. There's there's nothing you could do, Canada, when it comes to that. If the job is available in America. There is one thing that they could do, and that is the money. 
and I don't know if it's there. Well, the speaking of the money, the CFL would have to figure something out because you've got some pretty competitive rates right now with the AAF and the XFL with what the XFL said they'd be offering and the AAF in terms of minimums and opportunity. The AAF, this this question comes from Davis in Bakersfield, California, Jake. Davis says, what would you take, the $25,000 for three years to play in the AAF or the 120000 per year minimum to be an NFL practice squad player? What would you take, Jake? So wait, so twenty five. So you're taking seventy five thousand over three years, right? Yeah, the two hundred and fifty k uh, per year in the in the AAF. A little bit. Uh, uh, I thought you said twenty five. Two hundred and fifty five thousand. Uh, excuse me, over three years to play in the AAF. That's the the standard contract the AAF will offer. While an NFL practice squad player gets one hundred and twenty thousand per year. Okay, so you're so you're looking at at one twenty versus eighty five, essentially. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just simple math. You go where you can get the most money. I, I don't think there's anything else. You know, if an NFL practice squad, but, but you're not real, playing. Yeah, but you're you're paying your bills. And that I guess will come down to the person and the player what they want to do, but. If you're a football player, a young person trying to make it to the NFL, which you got to believe anybody going to the CFL, anybody in the AAF, and I will even say even in the XFL, and of course on an NFL practice squad, dang it, they're going to want to make it full-time to the NFL. What's the best route to doing that? Sure, you want to make money, but 120 in a year or 80-something in a year, and that 80 something's going to get you way more playing time. It's going to get you more playing time. So, yeah, you, you can look at it as you're improving your stock there. You're also putting your body at risk, you know, for a, for a fluke injury, anything like that. And we don't know if there's going to be any bias coming from the NFL uh, for these guys that may go to the AAF or the XFL. Maybe they're going to look at those, league, those leagues as, you know, spoiled, uh, spoiled goods, dirty laundry. Maybe they would rather – prefer that somebody stays in their system, in their little bubble that they've created. I got to say, if, if this is all up to the person. You don't know if this player has a kid or a family or what. If you're solo, or maybe it's just you and your your significant other and you're a player, like me, Jake, if I'm, if I'm right now, Alan, going to play football, AAF for that practice squad gig, I'm going to the AAF because, I you know, 120 is great, but... 80-something thousand will be fine, and I'm going to get to play, and it's all about putting it out on tape for NFL teams. I'd, go, I'd choose the AAF to answer Davis and Bakersfield's question. Yeah, a lot of people may, may say that uh, before they have to sign on the dotted line, but you know, you, I, I don't know. They, they, these people that have, that have tons of money that said they would be happy with no money, you know, I, I'd like to see them try to live like that. Hey, talking 40,000 extra extra. Uh, Pesos right there, so that'd be that's a, a, that's a nice. Lexus. Yeah, that, that would be nice. And the last uh, mailbag question we have comes from Tron in Orlando, who says, I read this Charlie Ebersol interview with Forbes magazine. When will Vince McMahon do an interview with Forbes about the XFL? Whenever he's ready. 
I'll you, say you know no. he's just turning them down right now. You know, I'm going to say never, Jake, actually. I don't think Vince never. McMahon will. No. Yeah, I mean, he is. All of our luck is the face of the league. We've gone over this. You're right. He he does not give many interviews to outside sources. He likes to control the medium and the message. But, you know, I, I think he'll do one eventually. Yeah, Tron and Orlando, that's a great question. I read that. We retweeted that article, the AAF uh, sit-down, Charlie Ebersol, Lee Steinberg of Forbes.com, uh, talking about the AAF. Really, it's just basically laying out what the AAF is, but a little bit, a few more details there. A few more details. Nothing major came out with the XFL and the SEC filings from the WWE and their relationship. A few more details there. Um, and what Vince McMahon will be doing, basically working full-time WWE still, but nothing we didn't already know. Uh, Jake, those are our mailbag questions. What do you say we highlight an XFL legend before we get out of here? And I don't even know who it is. I was trying to get this information from you all week. Uh, you know, who it's going to be. We did a couple in the past right now. So I'm just going to, you know, lay out, sit back and let you do this. All right. Well, I'll, I'll surprise you here and we'll, we'll go over them. It's time for another XFL legend. This is an XFL legend. All right, Jake. We have ourselves a legend I guarantee you you've never heard of. I guarantee you don't know who this person is, but this is an XFL legend. You want to take a stab? Throw an XFL legend out there. Name him. Who do you think I'm talking about? you got to be talking about Tommy Maddox, right? No, no, no. You know there's a full... Length. We're gonna do a whole long form episode on Tommy Gunn. Nope, this if guy's a legend. Matt, it's gonna be Rod Smart then. No, no, not he hate me. No, this guy's a legend in his own right. Not pro- not probably the status of those two, but this guy did something those two never did. This guy's name is Bobby Singh. You know who Bobby Singh is, Jake? Sounds like a punter. Nope, Bobby Singh was an offensive lineman. And he has the distinction, the honor, the accomplishment of being the only man ever in the history of the world to win the XFL championship, the Grey Cup, and the Super Bowl. That's right. A champion in every major football league. Bobby Singh, the only man to ever win one in all three of them. At and, least and in his he, uh, in his era. Obviously, if you won a USFL championship, that would be very, very impressive, but he's not that old. And, and if you think about it, 2020 is going to be the first time that somebody just has a chance to tie him. And I, I don't know how many you know players out there are Super Bowl champions and Grey Cup champions right now. Yeah, I think we're going to – I think when it's all said and done, we'll probably have a handful of those guys joining Bobby Singh in that club. But this is like – He's like the first, it's like being the first two-time Hall of Famer. He's like the Ric Flair of the XFL, Jake. He's now, <laughs> he's done something, no, what nobody else has done. Do you think he's just going to be watching, you know, every Super Bowl? Like, is he going to be like the Dolphins, where, the, you know, as long as nobody goes undefeated the entire year, he's just going to be hosting <laughs> it, you know? He's just I hoping hope, oh, nobody I, wins I, the Super Bowl, that, or nobody wins the XFL, you know, championship game. All right. That has I'm, prior wins. I, I want that. Yeah, every year on his, hopefully he has. We got to find out if Bobby Singh has a Twitter account 
and he's popping champagne every year at the end of XFL season or the Super Bowl or the Grey Cup. So Bobby Singh, born in Fiji, played at Hawaii, but then transferred to Portland State and was drafted to the Calgary Stampeders in 1999 into the CFL. But he ended up playing for the Rams, the LA Extreme in the XFL, Calgary in the CFL, the BC Lions in the CFL, and the Winnipeg Blue Bombers in the CFL. His championships came with, well, of course, 01 in the LA Extreme in the XFL, the 2006 Grey Cup with the BC Lions, and Super Bowl 34 as a practice squatter with the Rams. He does have a ring, though, Jake, and also with the BC Lions. He was a starter for most of the year, but I do not believe he played in the Grey Cup championship game. All that matters is you got a ring. That signifies it right there. Exactly, exactly. And he is now retired, Bobby Singh, and apparently works on a school board somewhere in the Winnipeg area, it looks like. And also, he has a security company called Extreme Security LTD. So uh, hit him up if you're in the Winnipeg area and you need some security, I guess. But Bobby Singh is retired and the only man to ever win the XFL championship, the Grey Cup, and a Super Bowl. Truly making him an XFL legend. I don't think there's an argument there, Jake. No, absolutely not. He hit the trifecta right there big time. It's Bobby Singh, the latest addition to our XFL legend series. And there you have it, Jake. Another show in the books. I I like it when it's just you and I sometimes there, Jaker, because uh, we get to go through the mailbag. We get to uh, – I feel like I get to get stuff off of my, my chest a little bit more. But, you know, it's really a three-man booth. But two men sometimes, we could do it right. I think we did this week. Also, you know why Bryant wasn't here this week? You know why? Do you? Yeah, I, I hope he's training. He's preparing to train because on well, August 4th. Well, is that really training if you're just preparing? That's like I'm saying I'm, pre- I'm thinking about doing my homework. Well, you can't just go and do an AAF tryout cold. Bryant, our colleague here on This is the XFL Show, on August 4th, next Saturday, will be at AAF tryouts in Whittier, California. Whittier, where all the girls are prettier and where Bryant is going to be covering Alliance of American Football League tryouts out there in the West Coast. We should have some live accounts from him. Maybe we're trying, hoping he could score an interview or two. We shall see, uh, but that should be fascinating. We're going to have boots on the ground at an AAF tryout next week, Jake. I hope he's ready. And I hope I everybody hope. else is ready for him. Yes. He's going to be pushing that sled all over the place. <laughs> I don't know if he's going to be doing that. I think he'll have a pen and a paper in his phone for the Instagram and Twitters. But, hey, that's all coming next week. AAF tryouts. What is going on there? Find out next week right here. Remember, you can follow us at XFL Show on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. The website, this is the XFLshow.com. For Jake, I'm Alan, and this has been the XFL Show.